0: This is the internet channel for the study of Hegel, and here is your host, Robert Vane. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome back to my Hegel course. We're studying paragraph 508 of the Encyclopedia in this episode. The last time when we discussed paragraph 507 we found that there is still a problem. Um, liberty is now determined as the good. The good is something that must be achieved, that must be realized in accordance with what I understand the good to be, Einsicht, insight or understanding, and according to the limitations of my activities I have to do something in order to achieve it, and that it's like duty. Duty is the most important concept here. So the good is duty. Now, of course, the, the full realization of the concept of liberty and the concept of the good must be the complete unity between the universality of the will and the particularity of the will universality of the will is required because the good must be the same to everyone and the particularity must be achieved because the good must always be something that is carried by or grounded in uh, the subjectivity of my will. I have to do the good as an individual. The good is not something that is merely in the common will or something like that. So. What is the status now of the concept of the good with regard to this required unity of the universality of the will and the particularity of the will? That's question number one. Question number two, what is the relationship between the um, good and the reality that is the good realized? So how do we come to uh, the realization of the good in practice? uh, in everyday life okay now this is a fairly complicated paragraph and this is just one of three that we need to consider to answer the questions that we have posed now let's take a look aber das gute ist zwar das an ihm bestimmte allgemeine des Willens. so in itself formally the good is the expression Of the universal of the will. So the will is, in general and conceptually, um, the complete realization, the complete uh, content of human volition, uh, of human liberty rather. Und schließt so die Besonderheit in sich. So all the particularities are contained within it. There is not something that In particular is good and is not already present in the universal concept of uh, the will however if you merely have the concept of the good can you derive from that all the particular good actions that are possible or in a concrete situation can you derive from the concept of the good Uh, exactly what you need to do, what is your particular duty in a specific circumstance. Now this is important, because in order to realize the good, I have to make a decision, Uh, I have to undertake some activity, I have to be able to understand how the good works out in a specific context. So merely saying that every good thing that I do is contained in the concept of the good as such doesn't help me much. How do I come from the good as such, this formal and universal concept, to a concrete determination that some specific action actually realizes the good is a good action? Insofern, jedoch, diese zunächst selbst noch abstract ist, so inasmuch as this principle of the good is at first only abstract, ist kein Prinzip der Bestimmung vorhanden. There is no principle by which we can understand how we come from the good in general to a good action in particular. Das Bestimmen tritt auch außerhalb jenes Allgemeinen auf. So determination, determination that this action which I then considered to be my duty is a good action, is not something that as such is present in the universal good. The good is something that becomes determined in my action, or that I can apply to a specific action in order to determine that this action is good. But this determining of the good is not something that is contained in the good. The good is what it is. It's das Annen für sich, uh, Allgemeinen des Willens. Um, But um, a good action is a determination of the will, the insight, the decision, the activity to realize it, the determination that something is a duty. The determination that something is a duty is in itself not contained in the concept of the good. The good is applied, but the good is not self-applying. If it were the case that the good is self-applying, then um, there would be no need for a moral subject to consider his actions, to consider what is right for him to do, what is his duty in a specific circumstance, because the good would actually present itself um, in any situation as the duty that is uh, there for me to do. And obviously, that is not the case. The moral subject has to have some kind of process of reasoning to determine the good, and that process of reasoning uh, occurs outside of the good itself. The good is not self-determining. I am determining what is the good. And that sort of makes it obvious that there is still a distinction or a contradiction between the formal universal of the good and the particular realization of the good. Let's say um, I have a situation, I determine that it is my duty to help someone cross the street. Now, this uh, deliberation is occurring outside of the good. The good does not present itself as the need of some woman to cross the street, etc. I have to determine that. And if I have to determine that, that means that the particularity of my will is at least separate from the general idea of the good that I'm applying here. Because I'm saying this particular action, this response to the need of someone, is my duty on the basis of the general concept of the good, but it's not the good that is self-applying or self-determining here. It's me that uh, is doing the determining. So. Das Bestimmen tritt auch außerhalb jenes Allgemeinen auf und das Bestimmen des Freien gegen dasselbe für sich seienden Willens erwacht. Hier der tiefste Widerspruch. Um, So let's translate first. Um, So this determining occurs uh, outside and beyond this universal good and as a determination of the free will that is for itself and distinct from um, this universal Um, we have here the birth of the most deep contradiction let's take a look for a moment uh, the translation of paragraph 508 but though the good is the universal of will a universal determined in itself thus including in it particularity still so far as this particularity is in the first instance still abstract there is no principle at hand to determine it such determination therefore starts up also outside that universal and as heteronomy or determinance of a will which is free and has rights of its own there awakes here the deepest contradiction uh, so Um, The good is outside of me, there is heteronomy in that sense, I'm determined by the good in one sense, and yet uh, I'm determining my own will, which is free and has rights of its own. Now this is more or less a paraphrase of uh, of Hegel, but still it's obvious to see what is going on here. Okay, let's return to the German text. With the alpha, (coughs) Greek letter alpha, we have the first... remark here Um des unbestimmten bestimmens des guten Willen gibt es überhaupt mancherlei Gutes und vielerlei Pflichten deren Verschiedenheit dialektisch gegeneinander ist und sie in Kollision bringt Now because this determination of the good in itself remains merely formal uh, we only express the necessity of a Concrete deliberation and activity of uh, free will. Because that is the case, the good is determined, but how it is determined and what exactly is my duty is not contained in the concept of the good. Because of all that, there is a lot that can be called good and there are a lot of different duties. Now, uh, their difference, Verschiedenheit, Is not simply um, something neutral um, that we can leave alone. No, there is a dialectic Verschiedenheit, a dialectische Verschiedenheit. That means that they are opposed to one another. In a specific situation, there can be a collision, (coughs) a collision of duties, one duty contradicting the other. So I have to make a decision which of my duties I will follow. Zugleich sollen sie in Übereinstimmung stehen um der Einheit des guten So remember, if I have two duties to perform, I can only perform one. Obviously, when I have to choose one of them in order to realize that duty, to fulfill that duty, I am contradicting the other duty that I have. So if there is a collision of duties. I will fail the one in order to achieve the other. Now, this can't be because the good is one and the same. It's an und für sich bestimmt. It's determined in itself and for itself. Um, every single duty, however, dennoch ist jede, ob sie schon eine besondere ist, als Pflicht und als Gut absolut if I determine that something is my duty to do that's the absolute good for this situation but if I have to because of my insight my understanding of the situation and the good if I have to determine that there are two contradictory duties both are absolute the subject, <coughs> the subject soll die Dialektik sein welche eine Verbindung derselbe mit Ausschließung der andere. And so, now with Aufheben dieses absoluten Geldes, So That is part of the decision making process. Whenever there are contradictory duties, I have to make a choice. But that choice will always bring me into conflict with myself, because by performing one duty, I will be contradicting the other duty. Um, let's try and make a, uh, give an example of that. Suppose that we have the duty, of course we have it, but uh, for our example, let's um, introduce the the duty to uh, take care of your family, of your children. And let's suppose that you're unable to do so by um, (coughs) doing your work and earning money. And now you have, on the one hand, the duty to... um, Take care of your family, on the other hand, the duty not to steal. That's a duty as well. In a specific situation, um, if there is uh, a bag of money that is not mine, that I can grab and take home with me, um, it's obvious what my duty is to leave that bag alone. Or let's say I found it. Uh, It's my duty to return it to the rightful owner. So I have two duties, to return it to the rightful owner and to take care of my family. I might decide, it's possible on the basis of this formal concept of the good, I might decide that my duty to take care of my family is a higher duty, or at least a duty that I will turn to in order to achieve it, than uh, the duty to return something to his rightful owner. So by doing one duty, by achieving one duty, I will contradict the other. The same way it goes the other way around, if I return it to the rightful owner, I'm I'm still not fulfilling my duty towards my family. So in that um, uh, example, we have a collision of duties and the necessity to decide. And by deciding, I'm taking away the absolute character of the duty that I will not perform. And I'm stressing the absolute nature of the duty that I will perform. So in the example's case, I'm stressing the duty of taking care of my family. And I'm I'm undermining, I'm um, <clears throat> uh, taking away the absolute nature of the other duty, that is to bring things back to the rightful owner. So let's take a look at the uh, English translation now. We are here at the alpha, which is Latinized here, no longer an alpha, it's an A. Okay. In consequence of the indeterminate determinism of the good, there are always several sorts of good and many kinds of duties, the variety of which is a dialectic, dialectic of one against the other. So it's not merely um, a variety, it's also a bunch of contradictions, and brings them into collision. At the same time, because good is one, they ought to stand in harmony. So there's always the necessity of bringing these duties into some kind of coherent frame, to bring them into harmony, to perform or to see and to determine my duties in such a way that my duties do not contradict each other. And yet each of them, though it is a particular duty, is as good and as duty absolute. So not only do I have the task of making a decision about the specific good that I'm going to do, I also have the task of reconciling reconciling the uh, contradictory duties that I find myself faced with. It falls upon the agent, let's make some room here, it falls upon the agent to be the dialectic, to be the place where this dialectic um, takes its course, it falls upon the agent, the subject is translated as the agent here, to be the dialectic which, superseding this absolute claim of each, concludes such a combination of them as excludes the rest. Not quite the same as the German text, but there has to be a determination uh, in which, um, it seems from the English translation, each of them lose loses its absolute character, and then finds some kind of reconciliation of them. Uh, that's his stress here. Uh, Hegel, um, little bit different. Um, I have to choose for one. Uh, so um, I have to find eine Verbindung derselbe, so a connection between the two duties, whereby um, one is excluded Let's see how this translation works out um, uh, as excludes the rest, Well, I don't find that very convincing as a translation, but maybe that's my lack of understanding of the English. Um, I, would, I would say that both absolute claims are rejected, according to the English translation, and then I have to find some kind of harmony between them. And, I think Hegel's text actually implies that I have to make a decision between them. So I have to decide for one uh, against the uh, the other. That is in general what we find here in paragraph 508. Thanks for listening and we're coming back soon with um, the second part of this uh, argument which is paragraph 509. Thanks for listening and see you next time.